0: Money FM 89.3, best of the evening runway. Why it matters. MoneyFM 89.3. It is the evening runway. It's time now for Why It Matters. And workers are continuing to experience evolving hybrid work arrangements against a backdrop of economic uncertainty and transformation. Qualtrics' 2024 Employee Experience Trends reports has revealed the indicators of an optimal employee
1: experience in Singapore have stalled over the last 12 months. Well, after three years of noticeable improvements through the pandemic, the annual study now shows that workers all across Singapore say there has been minimal uplift to the key indicators of a positive employee experience over the last 12 months. Well, there's
0: pretty crucial discovery as well. Employees from Generation X are reporting the lowest levels of engagement, inclusion and well-being across the board. Let's find out more from this study. Dr. Cecilia Herbert, who is principal XM Catalyst, Caltrix XM Institute. Institute. Doctor, good afternoon. How are you?
2: Hello, I'm well. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks a lot for taking the time. I suppose start us off by telling us about the Qualtrics 2024 employee experience trends for Singapore report. What stood out for you?
2: Yeah, look, I mean, we do this every year at Qualtrics. We go around the world and we ask over 37,000 employees globally, 32 different countries about their experiences at work. We track core KPIs such as engagement, inclusion and well-being. And we compare country to country and and see how things are going. And to say that this year's results were interesting is an understatement. There were some absolutely fascinating trends, not just in Singapore, but across the globe, particularly around the way that people are adapting to rapid change and, and really, really strong macroeconomic forces that are impacting the world of work.
1: All right, Doctor. In general, how's the workforce adapting to all these rapid
2: changes? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, as you would expect, it's hard, right? Um, We know that we're having these conversations because every executive, you know, in every business across the globe right now, most of them are having the conversations that we're having on today's program, things around profitability, about macroeconomic and political instability, around how we maintain productivity during, you know, downturn. I mean, we've been from the results in Singapore, I think it was just this week around the forecast for growth slowing and inflation rise and, and redundancies um, being all around. And these are really big, complicated challenges that executives are facing, that our employees are facing them as well. The cost of living, managing through uncertainty with their jobs and their future, it's really showing up in the data that we um, we may be in different boats, but we are definitely all in the same storm.
0: So you've got Generation X and Millennials making up for over three quarters of the workforce. Of course, the Gen Zs are making up the rest. Um, mm-hmm. And according to this, the Gen Xers are feeling left out. <laughs> Why are they feeling left out?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, we look at a few different things. So what we look at is your core performance indicators. So things such as engagement, inclusion, well-being, and we look at how people are trending across different cohorts, and age is definitely one of them. We did see this in Singapore. We saw that it was the younger generation, so people under the age of 35 were pretty positive um, compared to the other age groups. They were higher on engagement and well-being and all of the other KPIs and it was that 45 plus year age group where we did see a big drop off in those numbers. Those headlines are interesting but yeah it's really about what's driving those numbers where the interesting factors are.
1: So what is it about Gen X? I am a Gen X myself but I don't think I'm mm-hmm. an, an engaged or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> most of the Gen X at least men are now going through their midlife crisis as well. Does that uh-huh, play a part uh-huh. in this?
2: Um, Look, I would actually look to the organisation and to the culture Mm -hmm. more broadly around what it is about the environment that people are operating in to help explain these differences. We definitely see, particularly in places like Singapore, we've just seen the retirement age being extended further out. We're seeing caring responsibilities for elders and also for the cost of living, for childcare and education when you've got kids as well, also increasing at the same time. Mm-hmm. This really is that sandwich generation that's wedged in the middle there um, that are really carrying a lot of this load for our organisations they're probably leading teams, they're probably managing people and helping them and looking after them as they manage through change as well. This group is carrying a big load. So I don't think it's them. I think it's them. I think it's the organizations that they're in.
0: If that's the case, Doctor, then we should be looking at the leadership because you mentioned a crucial point being the culture. They're the one carrying the load because most of them are headed up higher end of mid-management to senior management. So it's the Mm -hmm. ones on top that are creating this environment. There I say taking the Gen Xs for granted and in turn the Gen Xs will be inheriting that culture and they'll take the millennials for granted <laughs> for granted and you know it's a domino effect.
2: Yeah, and one thing that we really see in our study, one of the big trends that came out was around frontline employees. We found okay. that globally people who are on the front line dealing directly with your customers, your patients, your students consistently we're having a poorer experience mm-hmm. than compared to everybody else in the organization who were not on the front line. Mm. And mm-hmm. it really is those mid-managers and the senior managers that are seeing them every day, that are working with them every day, that are empowering them and working through those organizational systems to help them do their best work. I would say that that's probably got a lot to do with it because we do see a big pattern in our data there too.
1: So what can leadership do and what can the Gen Xers do? Uh, it has to be both parties doing something. Yeah. Thing because let's face it, most of these guys are, have been in the job for 15, 20 years by now. They're yeah. going to be unengaged. They're probably going to stay there until they retire if that's what they plan to do. But how do you get them back in? How do you get them more excited again with what they're doing?
2: Yeah, so what we do in part of our study is we don't just look at the headlines. We look at what's driving them. Mm-hmm. We look at what's underneath it. And we find that there's consistency every generation and pretty much every way that we cut it. We find that there are core needs that everybody seems to have in common. People want to see a positive vision for the future. They want to know that they're working towards something that matters. Having this positive view of the impact that Mm -hmm. the organisation is having on the planet and their own vision as well about their career and their growth and development being positive. We actually found in the younger generations, they were much higher on these things that drive engagement. But it was that older age group, that middle age group, where they were a lot more negative on those factors that are driving those outcomes. So it is just about listening to people and getting to know them, getting to know their work, getting to know the complexity that they're carrying now that things are getting more complicated and changes happening more frequently. Mm-hmm. Really, really listening and getting to know what we can do as senior leaders to make their jobs easier because at the end of the day, they want to come to work and do a great job they want to have great careers, they want to have a positive impact. What could we be doing as the system, as senior leaders, to be getting out of their way so that they can do that?
0: (laughs) It sounds like the hardest thing in the world that you mentioned, yet such a simple word, (laughs) listen better. Legacy companies are going to have a big problem here. What's your Mm. advice for businesses as we enter
2: 2024? Mm -mm. So I think one thing that we need to think about is that this isn't a separate priority. Employee experience management isn't a nice to have. It is a business strategy. It is the operational lever that you have available to you to be able to be driving innovation, to be building more adaptive processes, to be able to navigate through change more effectively, to be more profitable. Mm. So this isn't something that's competing with your business strategy. This is something that accelerates and elevates your business strategy. And the organizations that keep investing in their people programs and listening to their employees and bringing their great ideas out and using them to solve for business challenges they are the ones that are going to be the standout performers into the future
0: all right we've been speaking with dr cecilia herbert who is principal xm catalyst for qualtrics xm institute doctor thank you so much for your time take care and have a great thursday evening
2: yeah you too thanks so much
0: to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at audio.sg